forward. Does it sound good? All right. Welcome, welcome to the Humans Disgusting Things podcast. I'm your host, Shay. I'm Hang with on, Sherry. it sounded like you say human disgusting things podcast. Disgusting things? <laughs> disgusting. Okay, listen, you humans disgusting things podcast. Yes. New title. It's a new year. It's a new title. I love it. We're just going to roll with it. <laughs> I mean, some people would, I mean, some, to some people, <laughs> some that's of those not, conversations. I got it right. You know, that is a huge, amazing conversation starter. But, okay, so the person who corrected me was Sherry. Like, okay, so I've seen this on the Kardashians, people, please don't judge me, where they do like a high and a low of like the last year. I'm not sure how you feel about like, you know, kind of like reflecting. Oh, I've but, been high all year, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, maybe you could teach us all a little something, something. <laughs> I'm interested. How come you say that? I mean, you always have such a unique point of view that I'm always interested to know. Well, uh, yeah, because, well, I mean, I choose it, right? That's all. I just choose it. Right. But it's like life is, you know, collapse and expansion. So yes. how do you deal with, you know, sometimes when it feels like the claustrophobic, the, you know, everything that I hold dear is kind of, you know, leaving. How do you deal with those type of emotions? Yeah, um, I think I'm just really lucky because <laughs> I, I've had, I guess, a unique perspective where um, so a lot of people spend a lot of time thinking about the past, right? And, and wanting to be there and missing the past. I have no desire. I have no desire for the past. I, I'm so happy right here, right now. I can be so grateful for this moment. Um, I can give an example as to why that is. So yesterday during our meditation class, I did a meditation that was you know, really personal, actually, it sounded like rather general, but it was really personal. The reason I wrote it I was trying to explain an experience I had been through to my daughters. And uh, so then reading that out for everybody, I, I got very emotional. Um, because we don't all remember things in the same way. So, you know, I always say, Oh, yeah, I don't really get time. But I do understand one aspect of time. Um, it's kind of like a funny thing for me, which is memory. So we don't all remember in the same way. So as much as we're the same, we're also so different how we experience this. When I experience my memories personally, I feel them. I'm in them. Every sensation, you know, every feeling of touch, every emotion is so raw and in that exact moment. So that is why I choose to generally not go back because I will feel that for a moment and to I cannot judge that and just be okay with that simply because I'm so grateful for this moment right now where I can be at peace right now so no that makes perfect sense yeah that makes a lot of sense in all um I was actually reading this book by Michael Pollan uh once I get the you know I'll, I'll throw up a link because I can't remember the name. It's like a long title. And basically, I mean, that's what kind of the experts agree. That's what depression is. It's when you start ruminating on the past, right? And when you keep bringing in your past into your future, and then what anxiety would be is your projection into the future. So basically, when, if you're not, if you're always in the past or either in the future, right, then where's the moment for the present moment? Like, where are you when the present moment happens? And to be honest, like, I, I, I wish, I feel like that's, 
your unique superpower in the sense that you could be like, no, I'm not going there. I think I've, it's gotten easier for me, but I'm not, I'm not there yet. There's definitely moments that I still get swept up in. And obviously like, you know, with it being 2021, I think everybody's thinking of the future and some just trying to kind of even catch a shape of it. There's so much that's unknown that I think collectively as a whole that we're kind of like, oh, you know, what exactly is the economy going to do? What exactly is the stock market going to do? Like what's going to happen with school next year? Like just little stuff, right? Like, yo, is there going to be toilet paper available next week? <laughs> right? So it, it's, yeah, yeah. I could see how, you know, slowly and slowly it steals everything that you have, which is like, you know, that's the mindfulness practice. What exactly are you in this present moment? Are you giving your full attention to the present moment? And obviously some people can't, but I think the, I think the best thing is to like figure out exactly where you are. So that's how I know, you know, uh, people, Dr. Carlos Hughes has a meditation, you know, daily at 1 PM, the link will be below. Um, mm -hmm. But one thing that he says is like, okay, in the beginning, when I was really struggling, I would kind of just be like, okay, Am, what am I thinking about? Am I thinking about the past or am I thinking about the future? And it was just simply just labeling it. And I'd be like, oh, I'm in the past. Oh, I'm in the past. Okay, I'm supposed to be right here. Let me be right here. How do I do that? Oh, let me breathe. Breathe and just see where you feel it. And then all of a sudden he's like, okay, great. And now that you got that, zoom out a little bit, right? Because honestly, what is, wait, what is memory? He's like, that's just a thought, right? And a feeling though, right? Yes, definitely. So, okay, now you're thinking, right? Okay, zoom out again. Can you just, are you far enough? Is there space enough for you to kind of just let it rise? Because no thought lasts forever. That's one thing that I've actually learned. Everybody can kind of attest to some feeling like that. Like, listen, you think you're gonna be mad forever? It's physically impossible. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? If you yeah. want to kind of wake up and then you want to renew that anger and go back to that source and draw from that well, obviously you can do whatever you want to. But yeah. and there's 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 merit to that too, right? Because it gives you that buildup of contrast. You know, I couldn't know how happy I am now if I didn't know what I felt back then, right? So I that's why I think I'm lucky in a sense because I have that perspective. I'll always have that. I never have to go back there if I don't choose it. So, okay. So, but you had to get far enough from it to know, like, oh, okay, this is where I choose to go. Is that yeah, fine? yeah, absolutely. And it's not even to get far enough from it, like, because that varies for people. I think I wouldn't have gotten away from it. I couldn't live outside of it. Every moment of every day, I was reliving all of it, and it took like an NDE for me to really feel that peace. I just felt like I was sinking in and I really felt that peace just so deep. And like this, that's what that meditation about love yesterday from the universe, looking at us from its perspective, that's what I got in that moment. I got this more than my body could ever express to anybody ever. I can spend my whole lifetime being loving and caring and expressing this and i still won't even come close to what i tasted there what i felt there just the piece of it i'm shivering thinking about it it's and then i realized this is available to me 
this is what I can have. Oh man, I'm not going back. Like I, I li literally ran out of the hospital when they opened the door and let me out <laughs> and let me out of that isolation room. Josh and I ran like kids, like little squirrels, just taking off running. Let's get to the car. Let's get out of here because that place almost took me, you know, and it was like, how we were giggling and weird, you know, <laughs> it's not usually how you leave a hospital. <laughs> no, I actually love that because it reminds me of um, Edgar Torley's book, A New Earth where he was saying basically how he was just sitting on a park bench basically like he, this was before he won the lottery that kind of kept him through which allowed him to write the book it's just like yo i didn't have a dollar to my name i was pretty much homeless and i was in perfect bliss yeah and i was just like well like you know how, like what kind of substance were you on like yeah, you yeah. need to share the link type of thing <laughs> but people get there for different people get there spontaneously People get there through meditation. People get there through, you know, other experiences. Do you want to talk a little bit about how you think you got there or not? Oh, I could. Um, so yeah, that's the thing though. It's like you get there in that moment and it's to remember the feeling of that moment and this is available, right? So okay. it may only be for some people like, okay, I don't want to use detail. Details don't even really matter to me as much because honestly, I mean, it just adds, adds something else to it. It's probably better for me to just explain it generally. Um, so my health had declined. Um, so our, our emotional well-being and our mental well-being is very tied into our health. So if you spend your whole life reliving your traumas over and over within your body like every every sense i transport my body there and feel every sense of it and so i started to have all these illnesses i started to have like i don't know why i was so young and my immune system was just so bad all these things going wrong um so i i had more than one medication interacting badly in my system and it wasn't being flagged because it wasn't common so there's no fault of the doctors there's nothing they can do about that until they realize the symptoms but my entire body was blowing up they thought it was something they'd never seen before um if i dig out pictures i'd show them um i was like three times the size of what i am now and just covered in a body rash my organs were aching i, I was oozing so i couldn't even drink water i was past throwing up vial there was nothing left um it was really the end and the pain leading up to that months of fevers like two months of just fevers where i'm pretty much delirious and i, I wasn't my family got to watch this decline you know um like your daughters yeah my daughters and josh oh got to watch me um do that to myself really because <laughs> as much as there was a reaction with the medicine i wouldn't have been reacting quite that way if my body wasn't considering everything you know was so horrible and and taking it all in in that way uh so yeah um my spleen my kidneys and my liver were uh going into organ failure so they said to josh that if it gets to my heart i mean that's it right and to basically say goodbye so for them that was that's their trauma they they still bring that up as trauma uh for them um but i don't consider it a trauma for me and i keep explaining to them like my perspective though is thank goodness it got to that point or else i would have never felt that peace in that moment um my throat had closed up and they had given me uh steroids because they were 
hoping I could breathe again without them doing anything more invasive. And um, I just remember the peace, like all of a sudden there was no pain, there was no anxiety, there was no thinking about anything but this moment. And I was sinking into like a big comfy chair, like just sinking into it and feeling the warmth and the peace. And then this love opened up to me like I'd never felt. I'd never gotten from anybody and I'd never felt it for myself. But all of a sudden I felt it all. And I had, of course, visions and experiences with, I don't even know what to all say about that, but um, yeah, I made a choice, a very conscious choice to stay. And I'm very aware of it, like that that was my choice. I wanted to heal from it. I was in it then. I was like, yeah, I'm, I can do this, like heal from this. I can do that because peace is there if I choose it. And that, that's how it saved me. I mean, I feel grateful for each moment I'm alive, grateful for each moment I get to spend with my girls and Josh and you and, and everybody I meet. I'm so grateful to be vegan and feel my body be healthy and just vibrant. I'm so grateful for every exercise. I do everything for my body, every pain. That's why I'm so excited if I hurt myself mindlessly because I'm like, there's a lesson. That's awesome. I'm so happy. But that's why, because I mean, I can be grateful for it all now. And I'm sure stuff comes that are di that is difficult. You know, we, we experience death in a very unique way. We experience death as a loss within ourselves when somebody goes, so of course I'm going to experience all this stuff, but I'm also going to know there's beauty and peace in that as well. So I just keep that with me. Whoa, that's powerful. Like, I didn't even know that. Like, thank you for sharing that. Whoa. Yeah. That's like, so then can I ask, do you think that because you were so close to death, do you think that maybe something in you kind of just surrendered, if that's even a term? And yeah. that was kind of what brought you in. Like, you, I noticed that you kind of didn't use the terminology that we're kind of, you know, known to. I know that you kind of grew up Catholic as well. So you would, you know, people would say, no, this is where you would see God. Um, I'm curious why you didn't use that language. Um yeah i'm not sure um i wasn't necessarily that it wasn't god but that i see god within us all i i've always kind of had the visions and, and the thoughts right so i feel like i've already known that so to okay. me it's more like like so they like to say well god is within our own image right i think a lot of religions kind of bring that up that that you know god is within us or we're in his image or however we try to word it like humans <laughs> we uh disgusting we, humans <laughs> like, yeah humans <laughs> trying to discuss a thing that we really can't put into words right <laughs> but so but dry. but yeah but think about it though like think about an energy source that is eternal just absolutely eternal would it not hide within us and want to forget for a moment what it was just so that it could experience all these emotions all these feelings all these you know wouldn't you want to i really feel that's what it is i feel like if i tried to put it in words that's as close as i could come to to we are yeah it's interesting that you say that because it reminds me of this movie the shack which is one of those movies that it starts straight straight up it's pretty tragic right but it goes it's honestly it's kind of like your story where this guy has to end up at the bottom and then in a sense he comes up and what's very remarkable is that he ends up talking to god seeing god right um i'm, I'm not even going to kind of tell you but he ends up talking to god and there's this one particular 
quote where God is asking him and he's like, well, you're God. Like, don't you know how I feel? And she's just, yeah, so I kind of, I kind of spoiled it. And then she's just like, yeah, but sometimes it's nice to hear it from your perspective. Mm. And I was just like, oh, it kind of like blew my mind. Cause you're like, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like if we are God or if God is us and we're an expression of God, you know, just as much as we need him and we can exp experience the whole, sometimes he wants to experience it through us. And I think those are both very powerful experiences to, you know, whoever they go through. And obviously it's something that you never forget. But I also, it, it's very interesting how you gleaned something from it. And then your family who was on the outside gleaned another thing from it. Because they don't necessarily know what's happening to, to them. You could have probably been passed out at this point where all of this is happening to you. And here they are just trying to, you know, like what do they hold on to at this point? So when you were coming kind of up and out of it, like what, how did, how did you begin to integrate? Does that make sense? You mean for them? How did I integrate? For yeah. Them? Like not only them, but like you yourself, right? Cause now here you are like <laughs> to use the terms, you know, born again. Yeah. That is a rebirthing for sure. That, okay. that is the, yeah, for sure. I would use that term rebirthing experience because I came back in that moment. That's six years ago. I feel nothing of that person hardly anymore, except it's a story now to, to maybe try to explain maybe a thing. <laughs> okay, so you said it's a story and not necessarily, you didn't say memory, which was interesting because yes. we were talking about memories in the past yes. and how memories are like, they have like an emotional weight for you or for yeah. anybody, to be honest. Yeah. So it's a story. Yeah, so I can, can read it off page type thing rather than rather than immerse myself in it completely that this is what mindfulness is giving me an ability to not necessarily feel at all however when i read that meditation yesterday i intentionally allowed myself to feel it so that i may feel the meditation so that i may express it better however it almost backfired a little see never backfired it always happens as it should i because i was crying and reading the meditation and then the next moment laughing like like a mad woman and reading the meditation and and I don't think anybody picked up on any of that. So it was all great. <laughs> nope. I was listening. I could not tell. I'm like, really? Huh? Yeah, I know. So that's like, funny. wait, did I check out during meditation? What happened? That's funny to me. Like to me, that was really funny because that's my perspective, right? I thought, wow, that was a wild one, you know? But meanwhile, everyone's like, yeah, that was just like normal. Great. <laughs> so that's just your pers your perspective. But yeah, so so for memories, if you're if you're not able to basically imagine it as a book as a story you're telling and you're reliving the whole thing well how long are you going to stay with it so i relived that for a little moment this is a very short moment right just a meditation however um then we had a conversation directly afterwards about about homeless people and and uh, some judgments that people have about them or maybe donating and stuff and i was triggered I don't know how it came across, but I know I was triggered. And then I shared a little, you know, bit about myself. Um, but I was triggered by that. And 
uh, very aware of it though. See, mindfulness again gives you that ability to see, yes, I know right now I'm very triggered. I best stop talking because <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to say necessarily next. I'm not giving myself that space, right? So that was not being able to read it as a story. That was totally feeling the memory of it. Um, and yeah, so then I had to take a step back and then I had made a phone call to somebody that the energy of that conversation was very similar to what I had felt during the meditation, right? Because they were, um, I don't know, it, it was possibly a similar feeling as I had to before I had that experience of peace. So that was triggering again. And I actually ended up not able to really have a conversation very well with this person, which is unusual, right? Because I've been doing this since mm. April and this was the first time that came up. And I know why it came up because I wasn't telling stories that day as if they were stories. I was reliving memories. Yeah. So they were raw and then I was very sensitive and then had like where, you know, the symptoms come up, the old symptoms where I feel like there's shooting fiery pain in my legs. I couldn't stand up and I was shaking and crying and, and the anxiety, the hands shake so much I can't write. There was swelling in my body, my hands. The swelling has mostly gone down, but there was swelling and um, I had to be with that. I just stopped making calls and doing other things and went, okay, you need a break. I went and lied down, you know, and just did a meditation for myself. Um, and then just some breath awareness and then just spent the evening with my family in a very calm way made them their dinner very mindfully each moment of the dinner just staying with each vegetable i cooked and each thing and that really helps you because it's right now right now i'm cooking vegetables and i'm cooking it with love for my family right now that's what i'm feeling and that brought me out of it you know just cooking can bring me out of it so um, but yeah i did yesterday for sure have a full-on roller coaster day <laughs> no i thought it's like to be honest it's, it it reminds me of this like um it, it kind of brings me back to my past where it's like, oh, you were afraid to be happy because you're like, oh shit, when's the, sorry, when's the other yeah. shoe gonna drop? And that's such a terrible way to live. But mm. like you were saying, like, hey, life isn't one thing, you need the contrast, right? Like it's not day all the time, you need night to even be like, oh shoot, it's daylight. Mm. So you said how you were able to kind of bring yourself out of it, if I'm, if I'm hearing you correctly, was in a sense, just self-care. Like you realizing like, hey, something's happening, my body, needs time to myself i need to reconnect in some sort of way that's not necessarily to the situation and then you took yourself out of it immediately and then as you were kind of showing us well obviously people can't see us or maybe they can catch us on youtube um, <laughs> <laughs> you know like all of a sudden you know now your body's like ah just what i needed and now you're kind of coming back to that baseline and like you're right back at it the next day, which is oh, yeah. kind of incredible. Because <laughs> to be honest, I feel like me in my heyday, that entire process that took you maybe a few hours, you know, <laughs> would have taken me weeks. Yeah, no and joke. Same, same. I would have, I could have taken months to be depressed, and I could have had a whole series of things to keep myself in there, things mm -hmm. I used to do to myself because you know of how I felt about myself. But like you said go to the self-care and then bring yourself to the present moment, right? Do a mindful thing. It seems like a small thing, but that's all it takes to make you realize I'm right here. I'm right now. I'm great. You know, six years of just grateful moments, you know, I mean, we've had the odd ups and downs, but I mean, they're, they pale in comparison to, to what I, what I, 
deeply feel now, right? What I know, this kind of knowing where it's like, there is peace to be had in all these moments. I've had another injury since then. <laughs> it's funny though, because I asked for it in a sense, because I kind of was, <laughs> I was seeing if I should take on all these responsibilities and, and do something with my life. And am I ready? And I was asking, you know, am I ready for this? And then I fell and, and right in that moment fell down a hill <laughs> and ended up with the blood clot right behind my leg. So, so uh, leg injuries, right, obviously is kind of like a, a sign like slow down. So, that, so oh. from now on, I ask for like maybe gentle signs. <laughs> that is honestly, it's like, careful what you wish for. It's just right? like, hey, go easy on me, please. But it like, was a great time again, because uh, there were so many opportunities to start actually even doing what I'm doing now in a similar way. And I was already practicing Reiki. So I was like wanting to start that. But then there was this whole other project I wanted to get into that clearly I wasn't ready for, which actually I just embarked on this year. Uh, so Ooh, that's the that's thing awesome. when you're ready, right? Like know when you're ready to, to just give it out more and your body will tell you very quickly if you're not, and then that's okay too. So I took the time to be introspective and, you know, do what I needed to do for self-care ended up being like almost six months of self-care. So <laughs> hey, I'm no, self-cared out. Absolutely. <laughs> never. That can no, never happen. Right. <laughs> okay so Just why don't we clarify. give our listeners some like tips so like you were saying like okay so one of the best things is sometimes you gotta you gotta learn how to read the signs right either of your own body or kind of just see what for me it was more like the output right so if it's taking me you know before I couldn't even cook three meals a day that the thought of that would have sent me just knocking so I had to start really small right and it's like, okay, instead of eating, you know, pop-up waffles, why don't you try an egg, which is a little bit more nutritious, you might feel a little bit better. And then you kind of like pick it up from there. So one of the biggest things for me that um, made me know that, hey, you know, something's definitely, you know, I, I don't want to necessarily say out of balance. I'm very, thanks to you, I'm kind of like, oh, well, what is really balance when you really think about it, right? Sometimes you're meant to go, a hundred, like the brain doesn't, it's not a hundred all the time. Sometimes it's 40, sometimes it's 30, sometimes it, you know? But regardless, like for me, when I said something would happen and it would take me weeks or months to get over a certain area, I knew I was like, yo, I need to dial it back. And self-care for me meant, okay, are you eating properly and on time, right? And not just, you know, a McFlurry isn't breakfast. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, pop a multivitamin. Like I got these gummies, which are awesome, by the way, and makes me make sure I never miss them. And it's just like okay. literally little things like, you know, showering, which can sometimes be, you know, especially with people with depression can be a huge task, but often it ends up feeling so different. It is one of the best modes of self-care, right? Even like baths, but like, even if you start with like a shower, it doesn't have to be long. You get in there, you just washing your body. Like, what are you doing? You're using your own hand. You're cleaning yourself of, you know, the dirt and the breed that your body has collected and you come out of that feeling refreshed. And like most people grab a towel and it's like, yo, a, it's a nice warm hug. Yeah. And in a sense for me, it kind of, you know, that is, that those are kind of my go-to steps for self-care. Can Even you tell before us a that, to, to be okay if you can't have the shower that day. That is okay if you take that day and you can't have the shower because you might not even be ready to give yourself that self-care yet. And that's good too. What I would even do before that is take a nap, shut it down. Because if you're going in this flow, 
you know, it's too much, shut it down. Just have a, just have a nap, separate yourself from it. Have a nap. If that looks like a, a naps on and off for a week and you don't have a shower for a week, you're okay. You're still okay. Right. So that's, I think sometimes like then now we're judging ourselves. We couldn't get yes, up. We couldn't have a shower. Definitely. We couldn't do that. So then that's just layering on top of it to just, if you can just be okay with where you're at in that moment, then the shower is a little more interesting. Maybe I want to, you know, emotionally cleanse here and, and use that. So maybe I don't even want to physically cleanse. I'm just going to do it emotionally. And so I'm just going to go in the water and picture that it's a waterfall and that I'm some truck tropical place and enjoy that i'm not even scrubbing myself i just want to be well maybe now i do you know like to just allow it gradually like to not necessarily you don't want to necessarily push because then that anytime you're pushing there's resistance right so you're not looking for the push back you're looking for the the ease of the moment so hey if i want to nap and be okay with that i'm okay to have a nap right now well see now i feel a little better about that because it's okay to do this i've allowed it right there's no like like um like pressure there's no striving for a thing i'm not going to force myself to eat that meal if i want the pop-up waffle we'll have the pop-up waffle that day and tomorrow we'll, we'll think about the egg are we ready for the egg right okay but can i can i tease that out a bit right because yeah. okay i'll use my myself as an excuse where it's like <sighs> And I have another like thing in mind, but it's a little bit too, you know, uh, not safe for work <laughs> example. But I feel like my biggest concern with that is that a lot of the times we hide, it's easy to hide certain behaviors under self-care. So it's like, oh, I'm taking care of myself. I'm going to eat, you know, this pizza and these wings because I, I love myself. And it's just like, no, that that's not it. You get what I'm saying? And I understand it's like, you get what I'm saying? Oh, you don't want to judge and you're not supposed to make it harder. But I mean, for myself personally, sometimes it's hard to say what you're pushing yourself towards and what's resistance because your mind is going to be like, no, stay in bed. This is what you need. This is where you belong. You get what I'm saying? And sometimes it's that other voice that you have to follow. That's actually the one that has your best interest at heart. Like, no, like at the end of the day, like hygiene and nutrition are important facets of life. You get what I'm saying? You go down one area too long, you're going to end up in trouble, right? And who ultimately is responsible for that? That's un under your own responsibility. So when do you kind of draw the line that like, okay, yeah, today eat your pop-up waffle, but then, you know, when, when do you get like, when, when is it okay to be like, no, today yeah, is when we focus no on this. Yeah, I would draw no line for myself because look how okay. far I went, Shahadra. I went till I was right. almost gone. I, I wouldn't go to the hospital. I went to um, my doctors, but there was only so much they could do. They, at some point, one of the doctors just said, go to the hospital. If things aren't working and we're giving you gravel needles and you're not holding anything down, go to the hospital. I was just stubborn about it and like, no, because I wasn't ready for that, you know? Um, and that's important yeah. though because yeah. i feel like a lot of people you know and it it kind of just brings back bad memories but it's just like how many times do we hold out and obviously thankfully for you and your situation like you got pulled back at the last moment but a lot of people they don't that's you know okay what I'm too i think i think it's okay too though like i mean if i didn't come back that would have been okay as well 
I for really believe that for, for me, for them, for anybody, because it would have just been something else to experience, right? That we would have had to, you know, it's hard to explain, right? So I, I feel like when we're ready, we make the decision. And if you're not ready, that is also okay. And even if it's to the point where, you know, you become unwell and, you know, family can't take it anymore and they kick you out of the house and you're on the street and even that's okay. I mean, it's okay where we're ending up. It's okay what we're choosing to whatever degree we want to choose it. At some point, you're going to see how you feel, right? At some point, you're going to say, yeah, I'm doing this for myself. I'm eating all those chicken wings because I can and I love myself. And now my stomach's bloated and I'm sore and I'm sick. Is that what I want to feel? Am I am I choosing this because I want it? You know, am I choosing this because I, I I feel right here? Is this feeling good still? Well, maybe at some point it doesn't feel so good still. So then what? So then I'm gonna go to a little self-care. What can I do? You know, just you know, shut it down for a moment, have a nap, reset. When I wake up, do I feel like having that shower? Well, I think I do now because I feel like I wanna cleanse so do that so do the cleanse and then go right back to bed if that's what's needed you know those mindful moments though for me it's always like if I can put myself to the now like walking the dog is a great one because you have to be extremely focused like I can't be thinking about other things going on while the dog is like doing whatever I'm training a puppy here right so so we're walking and paying attention to each thing and noticing him and like talking calmly and keeping my energy calm I'm thinking about some stressful thing and getting all worked up and then he's barking at everything and I'm like oh no and we're like having a huge that's not going to be enjoyable or or in the now or, or going to be something I want to experience right so so I think we have to allow ourselves as much of the of the other as as we require. Like if I if I required to have a longer day, if I wanted to cancel today and do nothing, I would have done it because I know has to. It's like the labyrinth example I give. It has to start with me, or else it's just not going to work out. If I start taking care of everybody else, that's when I wear down to the point where I have fevers for months. My body was ill for a long time before. It got to that point you know to get yeah to, essentially like yeah. let's be honest you were dying oh yeah you know what i'm saying but you, i, I you was dying. dying your body was shutting down i and was saying it's decisions that you made yeah always i, I it's always okay. my choice always my choice to take care and my health now i always ask myself like i mean it can be a bit of a trap like you say like it is this healthy for me and for everyone around me it can be a trap because that's my perspective right but how do i feel like, I mean, there is a, a theory. Um, I was watching this guy one day and, and I, he, I'm not sure if he's a monk or, or what, but he's a spiritual leader of sorts. And he was saying, you know, be all in, be all in, whether it's what people perceive as good or bad, just be all in it, you know, just choose it fully and it's all good, right? It's true. Because if we didn't have that contrast in the world, what would the world really be? There is that contrast for a reason. I choose to be how I am because I want to be this way. I, I would love for people to know the love and peace I felt in my life. If I could give that to anybody for just a moment to see it, to feel it for a moment, and man, that's bliss. You know, it's bliss to share it. <laughs> so it kind of reminds me, um, honestly, you're just kind of taking me back. It was one, a conversation, one of probably one of the better conversations that I had with um, my older sister 
and she, I remember like this, <laughs> I don't even remember the context, but she's just like, oh, we're talking about like kids. She's just like, listen, I don't care what my child wants to be, you know, what's in particular, we're talking about daughters. But like, listen, I don't care what my daughter wants to be. If she wants to be, you know, a doctor, if she wants to be a prostitute, she, I, I just want her to be the best in the world at it. As long as she loves it and she's in 100%, I have zero problem. And I was just like, I've never, ever heard that. But that's like the best sentiment. Like, that's exactly what everybody wants in a parent. Like, I want that kind of support. And it's like, yo, it thinks you like, that's the type of support that you have. And I know you don't see it and it might not come from the sources that you think they're supposed to come from, like your parents or, you know, who this, that, and the third. But ultimately, like you said, it's, it's how much is up to us when we become aware of it. It's like, that is the superpower. Like nobody can be a better mother to me than I can be to me. Nobody's going to be a better sister to me than I can be. Nobody's going to be a better friend to me than I can be. And that's not to be arrogant or to say that, Oh, like, you know, I don't need people. No. And and in all honesty, once you know that you can give yourself everything, it kind of takes the pressure off of everybody around you. Because now everything just becomes a cherry on top. Like, yo, I don't like, think about it. Like even in like, you know, in, in a lover's like relationship where it's just like, yo, imagine two people being together, not because they have to be for financial reasons or whatever, but because they want to be. Think about just that dynamic. (laughs) You get what I'm saying? How literally now, what are you guys creating and what comes out of a bond like that? And the are healing the are different exactly right. the healing even generationally because think of how many women for how many years still happening all over the place where you have to get married for all these reasons we all know what it is right but look at what we're healing when we're a whole meeting somebody else who's whole you know not meeting your other half why would you want somebody who's only at half <laughs> you know right now you're picking them up i mean sometimes it works you know josh and i did not meet under ideal circumstances and clearly was not, we were not whole, right? We've known each other for like 20 years, 21 years. So it's like forever. And yeah, so there, we help each other balance and we both completely different people. We just happened to grow together. We lucked out. Doesn't always happen that way, right? That was, but American to have love been story a, right there. We're lucky, but to have been a whole and then to meet someone else who's whole and then what do you build there? What the, the past you heal? Like, it's just... Yeah, that's phenomenal, for sure. Nah, that that's really, whew, that's a powerful experience. And it's yeah. crazy, because I don't think we, me and you would have had this moment if that hasn't, ha- if that didn't happen. You get what I'm saying? Even me thinking about all the stuff that I've been through, it's just yeah. like, yeah, damn. If it brought me to here, would I want to go through it again? Part of me says, hell no. But part of me is just like, it's almost like, you know, trekking mm-hmm. up a mountain, right? It's not supposed mm-hmm. to be easy. It's not supposed to be all fun and games or anybody and everybody would do it, right? But it's like, hey, if you want the view, you want the experience, could be kind of cool. You got to keep pushing yourself. And sometimes, you know, sometimes you got to throw in the hat and be like, whew, maybe today is the day that I rest my leg. Today is the day that I rest my mind. And you know what? I'll come back next year and I'll conquer it. Yeah. So I think those are very, very important lessons in all the tragedy <laughs> so come to come just full circle that's how in a sense that was the beginning of the person that you are today yes and that's why you say hey listen 2020 which quote unquote was a bad year for a lot of people not necessarily 
because yeah. a lot of people got broken down but a lot of people are rising from the ashes and yeah. what is more human than that that's <laughs> it that's oh so such a beautiful sentiment that's put beautifully shahadra that's it right look what's gonna come from this oh i'm excited to see <laughs> uh, like i said i'm always excited and slightly terrified <laughs> and terrified is just like no that's probably the right word yeah for me know. i'm just curious i'm so curious i'm so excited i i just don't have the fear though because whatever it is it there it's going to be interesting and i'll always know how to find peace so definitely this has been such an awesome conversation Look at that, me still learning more and more about you. I don't, I don't know where we just have the, yeah, these are not prepared. We just <laughs> rolled with it. No, like we said, we're just humans discussing things. And if anybody has any more tips or any, um, you know, what are your blinking signs that something is going wrong? If there's anything that we miss or you feel like we need to add to our list of self-care, please, please, please comment, subscribe, email us, let reach us, reach out to us, let us know. And we'll maybe try and compile kind of like a list. Ooh, powerful. So you guys, I think we should wrap it up there. I think one of the most important practices that we both have had is going to Dr. Yu's, you know, mindfulness practice at one o'clock. The Zoom link is below. Um, 